Hey guys, keeping it short and sweet, it's your girl Tapiwa. And it's your favourite mess, Brit. And this is Minutes in Melanin. Season 2, episode 2. This week's episode comes to you in two parts, with this being part one, and you'll be getting part two very soon. Um, Yeah, let's just get into it. Hi. <laughs> How have you been? I'm good. How have you been? I'm okay. Um, obviously recording again after another long little break. What are we like? We're actually gonna like be consistent now. And we say like, this every time. But we're like deadly serious. Like we've got a plan in place, and hopefully you guys will just see consistency from here on out. Period. Anyway, so I thought I wanted to start this episode by reading you guys, reading Brit, um, my daily horoscope for today. So it says, is thinking your drug of choice? <laughs> Which I don't know if you know. I think I think a lot. I think a lot. Anyway, today, everything is muddled. You frantically check the news, send angry follow-up emails and lose focus in conversations. Focus on what you are currently doing. Feel the sensation of your body against other objects. You already know how to be realistic, and that's a start. This month, you're ready to put your emotions out there for others to see. I don't think I need to be doing. I think I do that enough. Anyway, this is a commendable move for someone who thinks that emotions are something they can win. Act on what comes naturally. Be assertive, bold, and fearless. Your main challenge right now is to reevaluate your priorities so that your emotional intentions align with your more serious responsibilities. You are the protagonist of your life. Okay, so my initial reactions are honestly all since since August, the last paragraph has pretty much been the same thing. And I, I do resonate with that because I feel like I have like to get my life in order and I have been like being super lazy and procrastinating and kind of worrying about it but not doing anything about it and focusing on like really like like the I think I have been focusing on like the emotional side of my life a bit. Um and it's just like that's just you know like we're getting to an age where like I actually do have to think about like getting paid and jobs and like you know like when you're younger and you, you like everything's kind of you I mean someone else is paying the mortgage and whatever and buying your groceries and so you can be boy obsessed or be crying because like you're not gonna be homeless you know I mean but it's like I'm not gonna be homeless but it's the thing of like I need to be doing whatever I agree with that um putting my emotions out there I think I do that enough I think I'm queen of being shameless and just like so I don't really know if I should do that I'm like hmm, it makes me feel a bit um but to be honest I felt kind of okay today I don't feel like everything was muddled at all I feel like I was okay did it say everything was muddled or did it say something like today everything is muddled oh shit then I don't know and today's like one of my calmer days like I don't feel of the week I I feel okay like my period just ended like all the emotions I've been feeling about certain things I have I didn't feel them today so so what are you gonna do based on this like I mean um 
hopefully get my shit together start working on my dissertation every time I sit down to do it I feel like falling asleep so then I just have a nap um so I think that's kind of the only thing but it's been saying that for for like two weeks now and I haven't done anything so I need to be stoned um (laughs) I don't know I, I just feel so like like I'm gonna work in Asda vibes which is like totally fine and it's a respectable job but it's kind of a thing of like I'm not gonna like almost die doing two degrees to work in as the type of vibe like I just feel like I could do more with my life type of thing you're gonna read yours or what do you think about mine I think this is really interesting I feel like so how you I don't get you need to like move on the whole emotional vulnerability side of it like thing um mean to you for me what does it mean to me for you yeah I don't know um the whole what did you say push your body on other objects <laughs> what is it you feel the sensation of your body against other objects yeah I think this, I think it just sounds to me like it's just like broadening your horizons and just like putting yourself out there a little bit so you're like you already know what it is that you need to sort out when it's talking about getting back on track and all of that stuff and then I feel like if the emotional part is what's confusing you and you're like what the fuck does that mean I feel like just go with it just lean into what it's telling you to do like if you already feel emotionally vulnerable or like you're like very clear with your emotions be like crystal clear like maybe it is that's what's telling you to do you know how much trouble you're gonna get me in no not with not with like what what are you taking from that if you're telling me that I need to lean into my emotions and expressing them express them not I mean it doesn't say lean into them it just it says like yeah but you're telling me to lean into that whatever it's saying and express these things clearly and I feel like that's gonna get me in trouble Oh my god! <laughs> Why are you saying? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> because also this is an algorithm. Like this is a computer. I don't have to listen to it. I love listening to the. Well, I don't love listening to it. I just love reading my horoscope. My horoscope has been like on my neck for like the past few months. <laughs> like it's very super super specific I don't know if today's specific I haven't read it mine says today you're scared of patience you want the freedom to flaunt your feelings in the open yet you insist on putting people in emotional chokeholds it's time to put yourself and your emotions out there for the world to see first one foot then the other your desire to change this month depends on your ability to say no This is no small feat for a person who can let their nostalgia prevent real closeness with people. Jesus. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let the people you love grow and change without judging or taking your love away. The general theme of your life during this period is to get in touch with your innermost psychological being and understand the motives that define your unconscious drives. Learning to do new things is good for you right now. Oh. If y'all can see my face. <laughs> Mine's just, I don't know what the fuck. 
and the thing is I keep reading it I'm like oh my gosh this is like so me and I don't do anything about it I'm just like oh nice to know no but it's a thing of I think it does get to a point where you do have to listen to what is being said to you because if it keeps saying the same thing that counts for something like I honestly feel like my June was the most I was I was taking this horoscope thing like a bible (laughs) like I was it said to me go wherever and with whomever (laughs) you please I was there like um and I feel like I wouldn't like it made me do stuff that I wouldn't have naturally like I wouldn't normally done um I'm really like I think a lot and I worry a lot and ultimately I don't regret it so I feel like but then again, what it was telling me to do was fun. What yours is telling you to do is painful and sad. Um, so I get it. But it's food for thought. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes the thing of like, I think it should give you courage because you know you're not, it's like, it's it's supposed to be good for you. Like it's telling you that it's good for you to like think about these things. Do you know what I mean? Or open yourself to these things. And so it's like, step into that unknown or step into that fear, knowing in the back of your mind that, all things work together for good in the end you know what I mean like I feel like that is comforting in that sense obviously it's up to you you know what I mean it's your life yeah but that would comfort me a little bit I say that and then whenever it's like too much I'm like sorry who are you (laughs) (laughs) I just like enjoy reading it and finding myself in it like oh my gosh that is true oh my gosh that is true because I wish I was like I'm actually I'm getting more and more into like my horoscope like my birth chart and everything because before I never knew anything about my birth chart um and I'm getting into it like for you guys information I'm a cancer and Tapu is a Capricorn um but yeah we're reading from the app CoStar which gives you like daily updates no free promo It gives you like daily updates on your um horoscope and like just guiding you throughout your day. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. But that was us. I think it's only recently that I've started to get into like horoscopes and star signs and stuff. And I'm still like really like I don't really know everything to be honest. You know, like some people are like, Oh, are you a Leo? And they're like, Oh, they just know what everything is. Like, I'm definitely not one of those people. And I also don't really resonate with being, I mean, I resonate with being a Capricorn in some senses, but then there's other parts of my personality where I'm like, this doesn't really sound very Capricorn-y to me. Apparently I'm an Aquarius rising and I think Aquariuses are like demonic, awful people. And so when I found that out, I was really upset because that's partly my outward, what, persona or something. Yeah. That's tea. I don't agree with my rising either. I th- I think that you're like a textbook Capricorn. So it's always like confusing when you say that you don't feel like you're a Capricorn. No, like, Capricorn okay. are like planners and they're very like driven and goal oriented and stuff. And I feel like that's like you down to like it's tea. I feel like when I was younger, I definitely resonated with it more because I was a lot more like, I still am a control freak, but I don't know, lately, like I just, I feel like I'm letting myself down when it comes to like my future and 
doing work and I feel like I'm just so like lazy and like procrastinating I don't really feel like a Capricorn that much I feel like I don't have my shit together job wise I don't have my shit together uni wise so I just I didn't resonate but in terms of like you know uh planning a fucking outfit or something or like being like a control freak about like really dumb things then yeah totally I'm a Capricorn (laughs) um but no I think Capricorns are meant to be really like logical and like not very emotional in relationships like I don't know I feel like I'm very emotional but then all this I don't know uh, I don't know like you are like you give me Capricorn moments like you are like you take I have have Capricorn rising you you give like honestly she is my goals when it comes to how she handles herself in the realm of love like I'm sorry like she takes no shit like any red flag and she's like binegar like she is just like and she just holds it together like you know I mean like I feel like I'm making I mean obviously she has like emotions (laughs) and she gets upset about stuff 100% but like that's obviously like in a situation that's deep you know what I mean like she won't let any next idiot person like take her for an idiot well I'm the complete opposite um. <laughs> but I don't feel like what's it called we need to look more into the star sign stuff especially in like the relationship aspect because Aquarius we need to find more about Aquariuses I'm supposed to be Capricorn rising which is very interesting to me I don't feel like I resonate with it but no but you before you get to know you you seem like someone who has their shit together someone who's organized someone you know what I mean and then it's like you get to know her and you're like whoa like you're so like chaotic (laughs) but she still like makes it work like you know I mean which I think takes more skill because I'm like so oh and I do the same as you you're like disorganized and you still get it done so which I think is like better you know <laughs> what I mean like to still, do you know what I mean yeah I get you like everything has to be perfect sailing for me to like get something done yeah I get you anyway let's talk about child brides and in that <laughs> in that with there's like something going on there's something in the water um everyone is getting married like I feel like or engaged to be wed like our age mates and I feel like it's I don't know it's happening right now and I'm finding it very confusing like all of it is just like very interesting to watch um mean to people both know people who have like either recently gotten married or gotten engaged and we're literally the same age as them in the same like area of life like and I'm just I don't know I find it very confusing I find it very interesting I have a lot of thoughts on it what's tea like what do you feel I okay the reason why I find um the people who we know who are getting engaged and married so interesting is because I feel like um, when I think about marriage and what we've been taught about marriage and especially the way that the church builds marriage to be like this uh, like very, very important covenant that you make with God and this person for life that you should try under no circumstances to break. I find it very interesting that they would bless two 24-year-olds 
to make that decision or to go on that journey with each other or to like celebrate it um I don't think that's wise I don't think that someone who like loves and cares for you can like tell you that that's the right thing to do in life to settle down with the person that you're at and love at 24 I don't think that's a I don't think that's smart advice I don't understand how like it's being modeled as like something that's amazing that other people should search for um I don't know and I don't mean to be a hater generally because love is a beautiful thing to be celebrated but I do feel like I don't understand why why on earth like people would be like pushing or like wanting young people to model being getting engaged or getting married so young I get you I think it's like I mean this might be I mean it's almost archaic in the sense of you know you're not really who you are gonna be at 24 so to enter into like a, a lifelong kind of like commitment when you guys are going to change and you probably haven't experienced that much life or that many people um is definitely crazy I think bottom line though I think the generations older than us like all they really care about is doing things in like oh I think all they really care about is what other people think like I was thinking I'm thinking about like myself I feel like you know I'm 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 ex- I, I I feel like my fa- I would get two very different reactions from my family if I said to my family you know there's this boy and he's really serious about marrying me and he wants to do rura which is like this like pre-marital ceremony um in my culture where like he comes over and it's like um lobola or like bride price and he wants to come and do this and he wants to marry me um I or or I feel like everyone in my family would you know as as long as this guy's actually serious be supportive of that and be really like happy that I'm like doing things properly I put the little air bunnies compared to if I was like yeah mom I want to move in with my boyfriend tomorrow and our relationship is really serious you know what I mean like I feel like it's just about what other people are going to think and say and all these old ideas and I think for them it's like they're imagining well at least she start. I don't, I don't I don't get it because I don't think like this but I think like for them it's just like they would rather if you're gonna be with a, I mean I feel like they would rather like two young people get married than just like shack up and like do whatever or like do you know what I mean which it's kind of messed up I think it's I, I feel like I feel like I understand what you're saying because I feel like especially this is speaking of someone who hasn't been to church for a while but I feel like if I was still involved in church and I feel like you're right if I was in a relationship um a long-time relationship say I've been with this boy for like four years and I was to present it to like my youth leaders and be like yeah he wants to marry me and I want to marry him and we want to be engaged they would 100 I feel like based on what I'm seeing play out with other people they would support that before I come together and be like yeah we've been together for four years and he's really serious about me and we want to move in and live together which is crazy to me because I feel like I don't think you can like 
I don't think someone who would give me that type of advice would be like, yeah, you want to get married? We're going to set that up for you. I don't think you can truly like love me and care about me in the way that like is meaningful because it's like, why would you want that for me? Like, I feel like anyone who is 30 or married now with their long-term partner and happy in their marriage would always look back and say that the person that they were at 22, at 23 like is not is nowhere near the same person that they are now even the person that they were with at that time the person who they thought um like they would be with forever is no longer in the picture I don't think that it's wise to like market marriage as like the goal for 20 somethings like seeing young people or people who are literally like a year older than me um get married or have their engagements blessed in church I feel like it's a bit like it's just playing with my head I'm just like everyone is crazy and everyone is celebrating it like wow you guys are doing things properly you're doing things right you're setting the standard and it's like no like you guys should have more wisdom than that to be able to say that something needs like you can't see marriage as like the fix the like the gel or the the solution for things like people need to be well suited to enter into marriage and you can't I refuse to believe that at 22 you're ready to pick your life partner or you've met the person who's supposed to be your life partner I think it's I mean I agree 100% you know what I mean I think it is cultural though like and people are very heavily um embedded committed to their culture um like I I know for a fact that if I tried to have if we tried to have this conversation with like my mom or something I don't think she would ever get it and I I think I remember something that you said that kind of stuck stuck with me was when you said like I don't think that anyone who loves me can wholeheartedly support that but I can totally imagine my mother like arguing the opposite that because she loves me she's she's in support of marriage and not me shacking up with someone you know what I mean like I don't know like I feel like there's just a generational gap they think differently and um I mean I don't get it but you would think that you know people that have actually lived life along and that have seen different relationships play out and different relationships end would have a different perspective um I honestly think it just comes down to what other people think and say about you or like I think I mean I don't know I just think that people older people care a lot about like like people's opinions like in society or or how they're going to view you if you do that do you know what I mean like it's like no one can call your daughter a whore if she's engaged or she's married you know what I mean but Mm. it's like there's going to be all these questions if I don't know like I think about like I have a lot of older cousins um who are maybe like in their late 20s early 30s and um they're all having babies now and I think about how as soon as like you know the pregnancy was a thing or as soon as the baby was born it was like they got they all got married um which I think is interesting I think like for me my culture I think it's very taboo to like not get married if you you have you get pregnant or you're having a baby with someone um I don't know I don't know I mean it's a respectable it's a respectability part I don't know what it is 
I think it is. I think it's it is just like keeping up appearances. Um, that's so stupid. Like, surely you should care more about the individual than what other people think. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it more important to you that these two young people like are doing things quote unquote properly, or is it more important to like enrich them like personally and care about them as like individual people? like who are going to have to grow and live with this decision for the rest of their lives because you as an institution or as a group of people or community whatever are like drilled into them that marriage is for life like um, it's like would you rather them I don't I don't understand how you can rather like potentially involve two people in an unhappy situation that they'll have to deal with for the rest of their lives over knowing that they're having sex and not being married marriage is deep like it is, it's and a I think like it, and it's like it's 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 very messy to undo and get out of um and it's not something that I think should be like gone into lightly um yeah I mean I am curious about the religious side because I feel like that is a, like a lot of the people that I see getting married young are usually quite religious um and I'm probably not the best um I'm not I'm not I'm not very well versed on like the bible and stuff <laughs> um so I don't really know like all the arguments and teachings and stuff but I would be interested to to, to hear what someone who who is well versed has to say in response to what we're saying um because I I do care about I care about God <laughs> um so sometimes I wonder like you know what that argument is like the like because some people can be like oh it's not about what other people think or doing things properly it's because in the bible it says blah blah blah, blah. I would just like what is it do you, I mean do you know it's you know what it says I don't know verse for verse the whole reason that I can think of that Christians like advocate for marriage especially in young couples um is to do with like this demonization of sex outside of marriage and because that's the only reason that's the only reason I can think that's the only logical reason I can think that someone would allow to 23 year olds it's like 2022 like I just feel like and then again then again I have ah I have a very you know unconventional relationship with my religion and god so maybe it's easy for me to be like it's 2022 but i feel like there's lots of teachings that aren't relevant now and people don't subscribe to so i just feel like i don't know maybe maybe i've convinced myself it's not that deep so that i can be comfortable and still have my relationship with god so i'm like he doesn't care too much about that just so like i'm not gonna like literally vlog myself in the road um but i just feel like i i feel like I don't know as someone who has like grown up in church and like out of my own volition had to like take a step back and everything I feel like the whole like demonization of sex in church or like sex outside of marriage I feel like it only ever the way that I've experienced it the way that I've viewed it I feel like it only ever comes down heavy on women and that is why I like I think it's important to like do exactly what you're saying and like have your own personal like relationship and have your own personal like coming to where you decide what is good for you 
when it comes to especially when it comes to stuff like sex outside of marriage and like um that side of things because the way that I've seen I've only ever seen women be punished publicly in the church of like they're having sex and that's why I don't respect it as like as much I don't respect that role as much I don't respect like people who I don't I don't respect that teaching as much I feel like I refuse to believe as someone who knows God for herself and has had like personal experiences with God that sex is what is going to break down my relationship with God I feel like any time that I've strayed away, the only time I feel like the only times that I've ever really strayed away from God is because out of fear of shame from other people, not even from God, like from other people. Um, because and it was when I started having sex, and that was literally just because I was scared like other people would know and they would think that I'm like a hypocrite in church, or they would think that I'm like this immoral like girl, whatever, whatever. And it like took me a while to even reckon with myself and be like, that is so stupid. And these people, I I shouldn't, if someone's gonna think that of me, that is not someone whose opinion I should like treasure anyway, because there's obviously not someone who cares about me as a person. And I feel like that's why I feel like those teachings aren't helpful and I don't really like look at them I don't know as as the word of God really I think it's important to remember that like organized religion is an institution and so it's going to be shaped by like forces like um patriarchy and misogyny and stuff like this and I think that that point that you said um about how like it you know that that's like a rule or a teaching that comes down more heavily on women than men um and I think you know at the end of the day you know we we are taught God's words through the lips of others through the writings of other men um and so it's a thing of like I think anything that makes you feel small or shame or do you know what I mean I think you should question um so I I definitely like agree and like with what you're saying um because more often than not men are kind of forgiven and given the grace to like have sexual exploration as a phase and they're never like cast away from church or religion or do you know what I mean and it's kind of like I do feel like a sense of it is like women being policed not okay maybe not police but like I don't know like I don't know I always get the sense of you know it's just like a responsibility that's like put on on women or girls um more than boys um yeah I agree with you like I I think I just I can't imagine that being the thing that you know sends me down you know what I mean I don't know I mean it's an act of I don't know but um and I think it I, I, I remember like it got to a point like even like I used to be scared to like pray about like anything to do with like relationships or anything because I was like oh he doesn't want to he doesn't wanna hear that like that's bad um and I think like it took me like a really long time to be like you know what like God should be at the center of everything in my life at the end of the day and it's like if I if I want to have a happy and healthy like relationship world or whatever like you know I need to pray about it and I need to have God at the center of it do you know what I mean and like keeping him outside of that is is only going to harm me um 
and Christianity is a religion of forgiveness as well um and I just think I don't know I think as long as you're like a good person who treats others you know with love and kindness and you're not like a murderous violent awful lying stealing you know person I think that um I don't know but I I generally have a problem with like the construction of deviance and how some things are like deviant or labeled as deviance and I don't know like I just think it's just like I hate like the stigma attached to like certain acts and certain things but I think that's just like I don't know it's just a, I don't know a societal thing and a generational thing like I feel very passionately about that but at the end of the day like I, I personally accepted that is a generational gap and I can't convince say my mother's generation to agree or subscribe to the ideas that I believe in and I'm not going to try because I'll just like be so upset trying to like argue with people that are never going to see from my perspective people that probably think I'm a sick pervert for not thinking that certain things are deviant um and I yeah I think at the end of the day like what can we do if some girls are happy to enter marriage at 22 like do you know what I mean I think it's insane because it's like these are girls as well that often haven't dated that much or dated anyone else sometimes they're virgins um and it's a bit like you've just like finished school like you don't want to like live a little experience some things find out what you like find out what you dislike it's kind of like entering marriage is kind of like the first man that you're like in a relationship with I think is a bit crazy um like I definitely just generally the idea like when I was younger like I wanted nothing more than to like marry like one person and see my whole life with one person and it gets to a point where you're actually like hold on like I don't know now it kind of like is a bit anxiety inducing for me where it's like do I actually like you you can't know that is exactly that is the exact thing you want unless you've experienced other things and you can compare it to and you're like actually this is the best or like this connection is the best or I get the most out of this relationship or this relationship pours the most into me do you know what I mean and I feel like I mean all I want in life is to get married one day and have a little I want the little white picket fence or that shirt do you know what I mean um but I'm like I'm not even a person yet like I don't even I'm not even who I'm gonna be so it's like to get married is like crazy but congratulations I wish someone loved me enough to get down on one knee and say they want to spend their whole life with me low-key I think that's so romantic like I the day the, the day a man proposes to me I will weep like a baby like honest to god because I'm like you love me that much oh my god um but again like I'm I don't I don't conduct my life in a way where that's going to happen tomorrow so um <laughs> your face she's looking at me like um <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know I don't know I agree I agree with everything you said I feel like yeah I feel like the whole demonization of like premarital sex in the church I feel like it kind of leads on to the next thing that we want to talk about but I, I feel like it leads to like having a very 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 unhealthy um relationship with sex um I feel like I, I can firsthand like relate to the thing that you're saying about like not wanting to even like pray about like your relationship because it's like 
for a minute like I felt like yeah God doesn't want to hear from me or he doesn't want to like I'm not in his good books right now and it's like that is so far from the truth and I feel like that is so far from what you should want young people young women to think or people who you're trying to get to build some type of relationship with God to think um but like it's like facts I feel like it fostered such an unhealthy relationship with me where it's like I didn't even want to go to church because I was so like just convinced that maybe there was like this spirit on me like this promiscuous spirit that people could like see and it's just like I don't think that it is unhealthy as a young woman to like be exploring yourself sexually like the same thing that you're saying like there are so many men in church who are allowed to go out and have their like whole like whore stage and no one cares no one bats an eye they're welcome back to the church with open arms like they're welcome in church every week with open arms when people know that this is what they're doing um so I don't get why it can't be the same way for girls I don't I don't get why sexual exploration can't be something that um happens to you or that you go through whilst like also finding yourself with God I feel like that is probably a healthy way to find yourself rather than repressing what are completely like natural emotions and like forcing yourself to like even the things that I remember when we were younger like even things are being taught to like wait till marriage like I th- I think that's insane because we're taught things like sexual chemistry that aren't that deep when it's like they are when you when you're when you're an adult and you're in a relationship with someone that is a big thing and I don't think that's something you should chance to like sort out or learn during marriage during like the one lifelong commitment you may make before you have a child like it doesn't make any sense I think um ideas like that come from a time before like contraception was a thing and so if you're having sex with someone you're probably gonna have a baby with them and yeah and if you're having a baby with someone that's like it was a huge deal you know what I mean like you're probably gonna like I don't don't know I feel like back in the day it was like it it was a much bigger decision who you were going to sleep with because it would lead to a child and you didn't want to like put yourself in a situation where you have a child now and you're not like you don't have someone to raise the baby with you don't have a family unit to like do that with but I think times have changed and it's a thing of we have to like contextualize everything that is passed down from generation to generation because obviously you know these ideas it's not just the voice of God like it's also context of like how things were at a time do you know what I mean and all these things can get um you know interwoven into like teachings um do you know what I mean so I think that's like you know um something that I think everyone needs to like think of and you know um yeah I mean and that makes sense as well to put the onus on on girls. I love using that word. Mm. Um, I don't think that's a word. She tried to tell me that when I was using this word, she's like, that's not a word. Anyway. <laughs> um, and it makes sense to like put the responsibility on women because you're the one that's going to have the baby. Do you know what I mean? But I do think like things have changed and it's natural. Do you know what I mean? It's that like we wouldn't have, I don't think God would make us with these natural urges and desires for us to like repress them. And like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, um, anyway. If you're not but, anyone and you're being honest in all of your like sexual explorations and whatever, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it should be taught as a bad thing. Yeah. But like, I do think that like, there's a lot of cultural ideas that kind of like encourage like the, 
just like women to like for, I don't know just that encouraged the idea of like women um not really having any sexual agency or sex is something that like is for the man to enjoy and like women it all gets it just gets done to women um and I think like it just makes me think of like there's like a tweet going around right now of like women going to like a riding class like a dick riding class um I don't know if there's like a like a more like fancy term for that um like you know how there's the word fellatio for like oral dick riding um anyway um and like there's like a lot of like a debate on like there's like a huge there's a massive like orgasm gap between men and women in like heterosexual relationships in that like straight women barely ever orgasm during sex with men um yet we are going out of our way to learn how to pleasure men even more even though to be honest you could actually just sit on their willy and they could move and have the time of their life um and I think it was like really interesting because I was even thinking like would I go to this class um I'm a self-proclaimed pillow princess there are definitely moments in which I wish I could like I was like a cowgirl and I could like you know what I mean I wish I was like you know like champion winning cowgirl sometimes like I'm not gonna pretend but also like I do feel like it should be men going to classes in like hordes of numbers and not women and I think it's it's telling of like I don't know like what we get taught growing up and our ideas of sex and stuff no definitely I think it's insane that so many women are in attendance of these classes because I feel like if you took a survey of all of these women and asked them how many of them are orgasming as much as their partners during sex like it would be very telling that they shouldn't their partners should be the ones there not them um I feel like if you're ever going to be doing I feel like it's always good to learn stuff that you feel like your partner would like or enjoy and whatever but I do think it's a bit like I don't know I hate to see women putting in so much effort to please their partners sexually when I don't feel like the same is being reciprocated um yeah I don't know I just I feel like like we should all be enjoying sex everyone everyone should be having as many orgasms as they want and I don't think it makes sense for the people or the gender who are like statistically having the worst the shitty end of the stick with sex to be going to classes I don't think that makes any sense and it does feed into this whole idea that like sex is something that men enjoy and that women do for men or that is done to them for men like it's in heterosexual relationships obviously um and I don't like it I don't like it it's just crazy because it's like I mean there's obviously like a desire amongst women to like please and that's why there's like a demand for such a class um but I think it's misplaced it like why is it why is it that like would you ever see like men going to like a pussy eating class no because I don't think men look at sex like that like I think that they do only care about their own nut I mean obviously if a man is in a relationship with someone and he has feelings for her I think he will care like there's definitely men that definitely care about pleasing the person they're with and being good at what they're doing 
But I think for men, it probably would be a more private experience. Like he's going to privately try and get better by himself. I don't think, I think men have a lot of pride when it comes to sexual performance. And I don't think, sorry. Yeah, they would never go to class. Yeah, they, I don't think they would ever attend a class or like make it public knowledge that they're like, you know, struggling with doing something. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think that women, I think we can have more open conversations and like about it and like, um, I mean, ultimately, like I'm going to look at it as like a confidence thing. Like you want to be confident that I feel like, you know, if I was like a single person, that's something that I would want to have more confidence thinking but yeah not like saying I'm not single I mean hypothetically speaking let's say so I'm cut cut. I'm just saying if some I I I understand uh, a single woman wanting to like build her confidence during that so that when you're having these experiences with other people like sex is like very mental like I feel like if you're feeling insecure like that can really like stop you from enjoying it um you know what I mean like I do feel like there's been like studies about how women feel more confident the more control they have in a situation and I feel like that is a position in which like you're in control so you kind of want to know what you're doing uh and to be honest for me personally that's a position that feels better for me um so more power to them if they're going to these classes to like better to enjoy it themselves more um because it is like you you ever go to a dick riding class would I ever go yeah never say never I mean I, I would definitely be open to I feel like for a confidence building thing um and if the lessons are not centered on male pleasure I'm not against that no I don't think I would I just because I feel like you know the whole like pillow princess I love being a pillow princess as well and I like although I do I enjoy like all parts of sex but I enjoy the most when I'm just kind of just like lying there and like you know it's like you give her a receiver like I'm receiver like I love just like having things done and I just feel like especially because okay I am not someone who has like disappointing sex like like period and I feel like (laughs) I say that to say that even in the sex that I'm enjoying or this when I'm having like good sex I feel like it's kind of a given that because I have sex with men that they will like finish and they will like come and then they will like get to their like end point and that's like a given like that will always happen not to say that like me orgasming doesn't always happen as well but like that's probably going to happen first um most likely and I just feel like because it's a given and it's always going to happen and it's kind of like guaranteed I feel like it's it's nice to like do what they like and everything I'm not going to go to a dick writing class when you're the one who always comes like you're the one who always comes no can we not say dick writing because that sounds like you know like dick writers like sounds like (laughs) a beggy thing to to I'm not going to go to a writing class (laughs) because I feel like you always come first I feel like to me I just feel like it is important to feed into your partner especially like sexually because sex is a big thing in a relationship and I'm not saying be lazy and don't ever like do anything nice for them or surprise them or like try and be sexy and whatever but I I just don't like the idea of like women congregating 
to like think harder on how to make sex even more pleasurable for men who would not do the same for you like they would never go to pussy eating class fingering class like none of that like they barely talk about it with each other like I feel like it's important to like be in a reciprocal relationship so if you're in a relationship where your man is going above and beyond to make sure that you are being satisfied sexually do the same for them but if you are like not then stop going to these classes no 100% I think that I don't think any woman should be having sex with a man who doesn't care about them enjoying it like I think that that is just like that's a scenario to me that I think the woman I think it's difficult for a woman to not walk away from a scenario like that without feeling used or like an object for someone else's pleasure um like I I agree like I feel like bad sex is enough to bring me to tears like I I feel like you know what I mean like it's just like especially if like the other person is like really really into it and you're just kind of like feeling it's almost like you disassociate and you're just like in your head like what's happening to me right now but um like I said like I mean different with like people prefer different positions and like when you're in that position of control you can really just move and make it feel good for yourself I don't think we should look at riding dick as a feeling or as a position that just like serves a guy really most of the time that's a position that feels better for the girl than the guy anyway so if I'm going like I want to learn about what to do for myself to feel good um a side note I'm you were talking about being a giver or a receiver I don't know like I feel like when it comes to like penetration I definitely like to do nothing like but then I feel like all the steps before sex for me I feel like I get more turned on when I am like getting a reaction out of a man like if I'm yeah. if you're moaning in my ears and I'm doing this to you and I do this and that like, you're like put it in my hands like I <laughs> love that like that for me yeah. is like whose dick is that mine <laughs> um but at the same time like I don't do much like I don't know I don't know I think I would just for me it's just like in the context of like I don't know I think I definitely have a lot of internalized ideas sometimes that creep into my head where I'm thinking like I feel like whenever I don't do something whenever I don't do a lot in like foreplay I always leave the situation thinking oh I could have done more like did they like it like oh do you know what I mean I feel like that those kinds of ideas do creep into my head a lot where I'm like I, I, and where I'm like maybe being confident in like different like that position for me is like I like that position but I don't do shit like I don't do nothing I don't even bounce like I can't do you know what I mean like baiting myself up people like Girl. hello princess here like I, yeah I'll go on top but I'm not moving you're moving and I'm just gonna uh, look pretty um so it's a thing of like sometimes I'm like oh it'll be really like I don't know I hate feeling helpless I hate feeling like I don't know what to do I hate feeling like a deer caught in the headlights or I don't know if that's a saying but there's nothing worse to me than like okay like do something and I'm just sitting there like <laughs> what do you know what I mean like I hate being bad at things I hate being bad at things like and for me it's like it's not even about making you happy it's about like I like to be good at everything I do like that's just me to like 100% like I don't want to do if I can't do something I don't want to do it 
yeah. that's anything. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to touch your willy if I don't know what I'm doing with it. I'm not going to, do you know what I mean? I'm not doing nothing because I just hate how it feels to like not be good at something. And it's like, you can be shit at sex and I cannot orgasm. But as long as I know that I held, I held it down in there and you can't go off and say, oh, sex with you is dead. Like, I'm fine. Do you know Wait, what I mean? Like, that's not, that's like. That's I know, not, I know it's bad. Do you know what I mean? And obviously I have to unlearn that. But to me, it gets to a point, that's not sustainable anyway. Like even that mindset is not sustainable because it gets to a point where you are literally so frustrated. You could kill yourself. So <laughs> like, it's short lived. Um, like that's, that's like. I don't know I feel like I honestly feel like the key to like having good sex is like communication or having sex with someone who like cares about you because it's the same it's the same thing that you're saying like you want someone to be like turned on when you're like doing stuff to them and you want to feel like they're putting in your hand and they should want the other thing for you so it's kind of like I feel like once you have like a good relationship with someone or good rapport with someone and once it is like you know what you like then I feel like you're on a good track to have good sex I feel like going to a sexual pleasure class makes sense if you're trying to figure out what works for you it should be couple classes you think yeah I think I think all of that makes sense a couple class where you're both trying to learn well about each other or like a class where you're trying to learn about what it is you like or how to like maximize your own pleasure I just don't think I can advocate for like these massive classes for women where they're learning what feels best for their man when it's like nine out of ten times you guys don't orgasm during sex it's just like why are you doing that like why are you like prioritizing someone else's like sexual pleasure over your own and it's like not to say that that's like always a bad thing because that should that should be the goal like you you want them to enjoy it you enjoy it more when you know someone else is enjoying it as well but like not over your own enjoyment like I'm sorry I if, if we're in a situation where even if I know I put it down and then I leave not like being like happy or like I'm I didn't finish I'm I'm gonna piss I'm like I'm not doing that again like what the fuck like I I I agree but I think that like I would rather be disappointed in them than myself (laughs) um (laughs) like I think that I'm so self-critical that like it, it would it would bother me more me feeling like I didn't do a good job than them I feel like I'll get over that I have a vibrator you know what I'm saying like it's actually Gucci like for a little bit you know what I mean like I'm not gonna go home and cry over the fact that the dick was so bad you know what I mean but like <laughs> um um but like I don't know like I think I do I, I'm an overthinker and I think that it would literally make me cringe to the point of like you would never stop hearing about it like I would literally like talk your ear off wanting to kill myself um if I you know what I mean like so yeah no for real this is why I feel like as young women as young girls prioritize your own sexual pleasure prioritize your own sexual pleasure because more often than not if you're having sex with a man you're gonna be having sex with a man who is prioritizing his own sexual pleasure and if you want to leave that situation happy then you have to know what it is you like you have to be like you have to you have to be putting yourself first I think until you are in a relationship or having a sexual relationship with someone who you know cares about you in that way 
to the fact where like you don't have to constantly be thinking about yourself and you and you can afford to let loose and like do this but like I feel like as young women this is why we should be having open and frank discussions about sex and about like what it feels like to lose your virginity or what it feels like to have be having regular sex with someone or anything or like masturbation and stuff like that we should be having open conversations about it because it's like the mouse heart like you don't want to be like looking back at your early sexual experiences and me thinking wow like you wouldn't want that for someone else like you want to look back back at them and think that was so nice or you're with someone who cared about you or you were enjoying yourself and having fun like when talking about like whole stages you want to think about that like I was actually enjoying myself because I feel like the worst thing for me is when I look back in situations where I wasn't like prioritizing my own sexual pleasure or even thinking about my own sexual pleasure because I was so absorbed by like my partners I think about it and I was like wow like you do look at it and you're sad and you're like oh my god like you're being used for like someone else's masturbation and it's like you don't want that so it's like girls just like prioritize what it is you like this is why I don't think those writing classes are in our favor I don't think they are there so that you can learn what feels good on top I think is they seem like they're there aimed at like what feels good for your partner and I don't think that's like good I don't don't know I wouldn't be telling anybody to go to them that's a wrap on part one make sure to tune in next time to hear the rest of our conversation in part two